this is Dr. Anita with another Diamond Moment. Diamonds are produced by time, heat, and pressure. The cut, clarity, and size of the diamond will determine its use. The use of the stone adds to its value. What pressures have you been under? What is the cut of your personality? Do you have a clear perspective of who you are? And does that perspective line up with where you want to go? How you use your gift determines its worth. And if you're a diamond, it's time to redefine the previous steps of your process. In our last episode, we were talking about the area of becoming. As we know, becoming is a process. That process has stages. And as we move forward into everything that we feel as though we have been positioned here to be, we have to do some real critical evaluations. We have to look at where we came from in order to understand where we are and to put in place the steps for where we want to go. Becoming is a process and that process has stages. There's a multitude of stages in our individual processes. This time, as we said before, we're going to be looking at that area of becoming in which we are overcoming generational curses. We're working in areas of codependence and complacency and also assigned roles and entitlement. I read to you some lyrics from a song by Harold Melvin in the, in the Blue Notes. And what it amounted to, and to sum it up, it says that we can be, we can see, we can go, we can know, we can do, we can prove, we can try, we can buy anything and everything. But it all depends on you. Anything that you feel like you might want to do Because a long time ago, God made us to be. He made us one by one. Anything we want to be. He said, my children, to be free, to be who you are. A blessing to us all. It was sent down from the almighty, almighty, mighty. And that's a piece of truth that we need to hold on to. So as we're looking at God's initial intention for us to be able to do anything that we imagine that we can do, we need to evaluate where we've come from. Where do you line up in the family? Who determined your role? And have you ever challenged a limiting concept of who you have been assigned to be? One of the things that I'm really, really grateful for is while I was living in Texas and the experiences that I had there, I had a crisis line. On that crisis line, I got an opportunity to talk to a number of people from all walks of life. Some people that actually are nationally well-known. The experiences of their lives put them in a position where their lives changed other lives. And due to that anonymous crisis line, I got a chance to hear stories of people who probably would never have come out and given their stories otherwise. I got an opportunity to hear 
uh, the lives of people who had experienced excruciating pain and hardship, for those that had their lives assigned to them. They had been put in roles that was not who they wanted to be. Some of these people were in such severe pain that all they could do at that moment was to call a crisis line and try to get a little bit of their life out to make room to continue moving forward. And I learned from those people. I learned that you don't have to continue in the way that you're going. You can change the narrative. But you also have to look at where you've come from. Were you raised by someone who was codependent? Meaning that they just automatically did for someone what they could do for themselves. And in the same way that I gave the story about Betty and Bob and their mom and their grandmother and that Easter ham. Are you just by rote doing something that you saw someone else do? Or does this actually fit where you are today? If you were raised by someone who was codependent and they never ask a question as to why I'm doing this and now you're following that, you can't possibly have a full life You're limited and you never thought about it. And that's the reason why we term this as generational curses. Because your life is limited, because your mother's life was limited, because her mother's life was limited, and you never stop to ask why. We're experiencing something in the United States right now in which rights have been removed from a large, from half of the population of this country. Those rights have been removed and they have made it clear that this is not an ending of the erosion of our rights, but it's the beginning. These decisions were made by a court that had a preconceived agenda, an agenda that represented what a small group of people decided on what was right for everyone. In that agenda, It was not necessarily shared by everyone whose lives are and will be affected. And many of us in all areas of life are living under the same conditions. Someone for their own agenda decided what we can be, what we can see, where we can go, what we can know, what we can do what we can prove, what we can try, what we can buy. And these people are not able to die our death, but they have put themselves in a position to live our lives. And unless we stand up, as Phyllis said, they will have gotten over. And I'm saying this not just for the decisions that were made through the court. I'm saying this for every area of your life that people have had their own agenda and because of their agenda they have assigned roles to us whether we are codependent or not we can sit in complacency in our lives and lose what God made us to be 
making us one by one anything that we want to be. But somebody decided, no, we can't. No, we won't. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. We see it all the time. We see it through uh, what someone studies. I know culturally, there are cultures who in which the parent decides what the child is going to be in their lives. I've had the opportunity, the blessing, really, to pray for children, to, to, to do uh, dedications for children. And in those dedications, I tell the, the parents, you can't decide what this child is going to be. God decided what that child is going to be. What you can do as a steward of this life is to give them the opportunity to be who God made them to be, to remove your expectations from who they are because you don't know. Many times you're dedicating a child who is so young, they, they, they don't even know they're there. They're just being offered back to God. If you remember in the, in the movie Roots where Kunta Kente's father held him up and dedicated him back to God for him to be who he was. He named him and he gave him back to God. Sometimes our families don't do that. Sometimes we're being raised by people who never questioned where they are specifically in this country because there were times when our parents didn't have the right to determine who they were going to be. They weren't able to utilize their talent and their anointing, their strengths, their skill sets because our society determined that your people can't do that. Your people are relegated to the back, to the corner, to the booth in the dark. You can't be everything that you want to be. So we get parents who raised us limited, who raised us under the constructs of what was available to them and not in the time that we live and in the time that they were to grow up. So you see it all the time. You see children rebelling against their parents. You see children who are not who don't no longer even have relationships with their parents and what that brings about so when we're looking at who God made us to be that it's supposed to be a blessing that he created us one by one we have to define and look at the roles that may be have been assigned to us that are not true to who we are they're not a part of what our process is to make us we see that in all different areas, whether or not you were in your family uh, birth order, whether you were the older child or whether you were the younger child and what that role meant. And yes, sometimes as siblings, we're called upon to, to help another sibling, to, to teach them and help them with their homework because we've been there or to take care of them after school, maybe before our parents, if they work, if both of them work, get home from work. But where does your responsibility to that sibling end? When do we allow that sibling to stand on their own feet? Or has it been permanently determined that you're going to always do this? You're going to always be responsible for little Johnny. Little Johnny will never have to stand on its, his own feet. Little Johnny will always have the excuse of this and this and this as to why 
I was not a success in my life. We're going to continue moving forward on breaking generational curses because I found that so many people are at this place. When you're the one whose life has been crippled and hindered because someone assigned a role to you that doesn't fit who you are, how do you break free? What do you do? What does it feel like to go against the grain? To stand up and say, no, this is my life and I'm going to live it in a certain way. There's another area and aspect of our country of people who are doing that. And others have once again decided that that's not permissible. You can't be authentically who you are because I'm uncomfortable with that. So we're going to continue moving forward on generational curses understanding that God made us one by one. He made us who he wanted us to be. What we owe to our children is to give them the foundation that they need to develop in the way that God has given them to develop, not in the way that we think it should go. So many times the way that we've lived our lives, that era has passed and it's time to do it a different way. It's time to free them to be who they are, to do what they can do, to see what they want to see, to accomplish the things that will fulfill their lives. We have no right to try to live someone's life when we don't have the ability to die their deaths. And we have to relinquish control and allow them to be who they want to be. Remember that God made them to be. Thank you for listening and join me next time as we redefine the previous steps of your process. Never forget, becoming is a process. A process has stages. One small change changes everything. So invest in yourself. Please visit my website at www.dranitamc.com. That's D-R-A-N-I-T-A-M-C dot com for links and additional information. And please rate the podcast if you're enjoying it.